everybody. Welcome to another episode of Little Geek Lost. I am your host, Mandy, or Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. And this is a special episode of Little Geek Lost. It is actually going to be my year-end podcast episode. Now, I know it's a little bit early in December for it to be year-end, but the holidays get to be sort of a busy time. And I kind of just wanted to get it done and out of out of the way so that I could have time for holidays and start working on, you know, the new year plans and those kind of things. Um, so we'll give a little rundown of my thoughts on the year, kind of where my podcast has gone, my plans for next year, as well as I have some Q&As that I've got from people online, some Q&A questions. And we're going to read some reviews from iTunes. And yeah, so that's sort of the rundown of the, what how this pod's going to go. Um, as usual, it's sort of uh, not really planned, a little bit of notes and just fly by the seat of my pants kind of girl, right? <laughs> why start or why end the year off any different than how I started it? So when I came into 2016, um, it was my full second year of podcasting, which is going to be weird that in January is going to be three years I've been podcasting. Um, so in 2016, my plan was to do a podcast every week and I've stuck with that up until this point for December so I'm going to be shy a couple couple episodes because the holidays but you know what you can deal with that so I've actually stuck by that for the whole year which is pretty awesome Um, those that know me personally know that a lot of the time my ADD kicks in and I get bored with something or just lose interest or move on to something else but podcasting has sort of been the thing that I've been sticking to which is kind of awesome Um, being little geek lost it's a bit different because I'm not really that lost anymore but that kind of takes on a whole different meaning so you know big props to me for sticking with something for a year which is it's it may not sound a lot like a lot but it's a big deal for me um when I was podcasting the previous year it was sort of sporadic maybe one every two weeks maybe one you know once a month kind of deal but this year I stuck by every week um a lot of that was planning and prepping and having some sort of in the queue ready to go but hey, you know what? You do what you got to do to make things happen in the podcast world. Um, As far as my plans for next year, I'm planning to get back to my geeky roots. So back to sort of geek stuff, um, having more geek guests, more geek topics. I'm thinking of doing theme month. So, you know, maybe like video game month or comic book month and have guests on to talk about that topic or just do solo pods on that topic, exploring things that I may not know that much about. So it's comic books, you know, some other ones I may not know that much about as far as superheroes or different types of comics, indie ones, um, illustrators, those kind of things. And just see where that goes. So that's sort of what... My plan for next year, um, get back to my geeky roots, have theme months, um, aside, 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 aside from that, I'm kind of thinking of doing some video stuff as well. So some streaming of me playing Sims because I've had requests from that in the past. Um, mainly when I play the Sims, I sort of just make people and murder people and take over houses and do bizarre bizarre stuff I don't really play the game properly (laughs) um so I've had some requests of doing that in the past and I'm thinking of doing that as well as probably some wow streaming um World of Warcraft has a built-in feature now where you can stream right from it to your computer without any extra software or anything like that so I'm thinking of doing some of that um just a little bit not like any hardcore rating or types of things like that just sort of just some fun stuff to show off in wow um 
as well, like I said, getting back to my geeky roots. Um, the other thing with it being little geek lost, <laughs> getting back to that, I mean, I this year I've kind of found my place, I think, in being a podcaster and the podcast families that I've I've made and maybe not so lost anymore, but I think that kind of refers to just how my life is and scattered and ADD and just trying to find maybe like because I don't have a specific fandom and stuff like that so I think that it'll still apply even though I kind of know what I'm doing um in 2016 I did join the Potter and Family Network um which is sort of like a grassroots network on Twitter and podcast sharing and retweets and there's the chat and everything and that was a really good move for me and I was really happy to find them um where I live there's not really any other podcasters and I was having sort of trouble finding other ones to connect and network with and get advice from so that has been like amazing to be a part of that um they're a really amazing group I would just search the hashtag hashtag partner family on twitter um follow them retweet share your podcast if you're looking for good podcasts to listen to just search the hashtag on twitter and you'll find a whole breadth of (laughs) many different kind of podcasts any kind that you could want to listen to um but being a part of that um, came out with some of the most amazing podcast friends that I could ever make this year. Um, so I have to give a shout out to my team Fetch Boys. <laughs> Can't do a podcast at the end of the year and sort it out without them. Um, so that would be Fear, Sean, and Ro. Um, just amazing guys. Um, they have their own podcast. So Fear's on FYFC podcast and Fearcast. Uh, Ro has World of Ro and Sean has a Horribly Awkward podcast. Check them out. Do it. <laughs> if you're a fan of mine, you'll be a fan of theirs. They are just amazing guys and we just have an amazing time and I really am so thankful that I actually got to meet these people and get to know fellow amazing podcasters. I mean, one Canadian and two Americans. So two Canadians and two Americans make up our little group and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty fetch. So there's that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's kind of, you know, I know 2016 was sort of a shitty year for a lot of people, um, just in general in the world. And for me, it kind of goes along that way for most of it, good and bad. Um, I've definitely been the most accident prone this year than I was any other year that I can remember in my life, which is really weird. Um, I started off the year wrecking my toe under the door. I had a car accident in April. I almost broke my other baby toe. Um, I tripped getting out of out of my car in a parking lot and like almost broke my kneecap and that is still kind of fucked up. And even just today I fell down my front steps and twisted my ankle around and jammed my butt on the cement stairs. So <laughs> it's been a really rough year physically for me. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping that next year will be better because, I mean, not much can be worse than 2016, right? So, here's to looking to 2017. Um, with that, I'm going to get into some uh, questions first. I'm going to go through those. So, I asked on Twitter and Facebook and got some of my friends to submit some Q&As. Um, so, we will get into those questions. So, Zach from Three Lunatics has questions. Have you ever had sex in the snow? I have not because it would be cold and I'd be worried about freezing my butt. (laughs) And the other one is, what would life be like without poutine? Um, I don't eat poutine that regularly, um, so I'd probably be pretty okay with that. I mean, I'm a fan of it, but it's not something I would die with. So, you know, (laughs) there's that. All right, next question. 
from Dave, my wonderful Twitter friend. <laughs> says, what do you like better, Doctor Who, Star Wars, or Harry Potter? I would probably have to pick, out of all those, the current phase I am in my life. Oh, that's really hard. Um, I'm going to go with Harry Potter at this point. And that is mainly because I can sit there and watch all eight movies and feel about them the same way about them now as I did the first time I watched them. Whereas with Star Wars, because there's so many and there's the whole issue with the prequels being shitty and, you know, there's The Force Awakens and the new all the new ones coming out and it's sort of just expanding, you know, beyond control, <laughs> um, that I would have to probably go with Harry Potter at this point in my life. All right. So the next question is from Bob on Twitter. What has been your most memorable geek event of 2016? I think my most memorable geek event was getting to sit on a podcast panel at my local convention, ThunderCon, and just talk about podcasting with a couple of fellow podcasters locally. That was an amazing event to be a part of, um, to, to go to, and just in general. I mean, it was definitely something that, uh, that I really liked, and I, and I get to enjoy going to that event every year. It was only the second time they put it on. So that was definitely something... Uh, that I enjoyed. <laughs> um, the other is, who is your favorite comic artist illustrator? That is really hard. Um, mainly because I don't read a lot of comics currently and illustrators and all that is a hard question because I don't follow it that much. So I really don't have a favorite, favorite comic artist illustrator. I do have an independent one that I love, Jar of Comics. Um, I know him from online and he does really amazing artist work and I would definitely recommend him. So I will pick him for illustrator and I'm going to take a sip of my pop from that. <laughs> All right. Another one from Twitter from Daniel Wallace. <laughs> he says, what are your top three bucket list items? That is a horribly hard question to answer. Um, one I would have to put on there, I don't know where they fit in the top three and what order specifically, but one would definitely be going to the UK for a trip. I've been obsessed with the UK my whole life. I've got some amazing friends over there who I would love to visit. So that is definitely would definitely be one of them, would be going on a trip to the UK. Um, another bucket list item, I think it kind of follows in line with trips, so I would definitely say going to New York. I've always loved New York and the thought of going there. Um, so that would definitely be another bucket list item. And let's see a third bucket list item. I, hmm, I'd like to visit some of my friends that I know in the States, ones that, you know, I've known online for, for a long time, whether it's months or years and just got really super close to, and I think it would just be amazing to have this road trip where I just drive down through the states and stop in you know all the states where I know people and just have amazing visits with them and get to know them. Uh, next question and these are a few from him he's lucky that I like him because he snuck in a few questions. <laughs> if I offered you to participate in a colonization mission from Mars and it was a one-way ticket would you go? Why or why not? I would not go. Um, I don't like Flying. I don't think I'd like to be in space. I don't like the idea of space and I don't like the fact that it would be a one-way ticket and that I wouldn't be allowed to come back, I guess, <laughs> to visit my family and the like. So I would say no, I would not go. <laughs> uh, he also asked if you could go on a date with anybody you'd like, living or dead, real or fictional, who would that be? Seth Rogen. I would go on a date with Seth Rogen because I love Seth Rogen and I'm obsessed with him. 
And I would go on a date with Seth Rogen. <laughs> and the last question from Daniel Wallace is, if you had a metric shit ton of money, <laughs> what would you buy first? Limo, yacht, or plane? I would probably buy a yacht. I'm not that fond of boats, but I think being on a giant boat would make me feel better about boats. And I keep saying boat. <laughs> and I could live on the yacht while my new house was being built. <laughs> All right. So now we're on to Christopher. And he asks, name five things you wish you had in Canada that we have in the U.S. Number one is going to be Mellow Yellow because I love Mellow Yellow. Number two would be cool flavored Oreos because we only get really basic ones. We don't get the cool ones like Red Velvet and other flavors, Pumpkin Spice, those kind of ones. Um, Number three would be, what do I like in the States? Cherry Coke. We don't have enough Cherry Coke up here. It's pretty rare to find it. Um, and I like, I like cherry coke. So again, I would pick that. Um, what else do you have in the States? There's not much that you have in the States that I would choose to have in Canada because we do have a lot of stuff that I like. Um, orange chicken, orange chicken's kind of hard to find in Canada, the Chinese type of orange chicken. And let's go with, I don't know. I don't know what the fourth one would be. Maybe gum. I'm always buying gum every time I go to the States, different kinds of flavors. So maybe some other kind of gum. <laughs> um, and he again got asked a few questions. So the next one from him is, what's your all-time favorite video game and give a story about it from your life? That is a super hard question. Um, I play World of Warcraft. I've been playing it for seven years. So that could be my favorite game. I think it's kind of like a big part of my life. I almost play it daily. We went to BlizzCon and yeah, I mean, I kind of identify with being a World of Warcraft gamer. So I'm going to have to say World of Warcraft. Um, and the last one is give the U.S. fans five movies, TV or bands only really seen or heard in Canada that I would recommend to them. Well, I'm going to have to say that's really hard. Um, Slammerkin's a great indie Canadian band that I know, and but there's a lot of Americans that know them, so that's kind of hard. Um, TV, I would say the original Degrassi is really worth watching because it's amazing, and everyone should watch the original Degrassi. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a really hard question. I'm not like huge on Canadiana, so I'm gonna pass on the other one. So those are gonna be the ones that I suggest. Um, so moving on, 1980s movie Graveyard asks, <laughs> if you could marry another podcaster, who would it be? Does Seth Rogen do a podcast? I don't think he does a podcast. Damn it. So who's the closest backup to Seth Rogen? I don't know. This is a tough question. I'm getting into uh, sketchy territory here. If I could marry another podcaster, who would it be? I would have to pick, and I'm probably going to make people angry for not picking them. So that's a really tough question. Let's go with... My British friend, Matthew Wilma. I think that he would be a good match. He's grumpy like me, but he can make me lattes. And he's basically my British kindred soul. So I'm going to say Matt. My British friend, Matt the Grump from Ninja Comics Podcast. There you go. Um, 1980s movie Graveyard asks another question. They ask, what movie's theme song is best for romance? That's a really tough one. Um, because a lot of the movie theme songs that I like aren't really romantic. But if I'm going to go with powerful, maybe, theme song, I would have to pick probably the Jurassic Park theme song. Now, I know Jurassic Park isn't a romantic movie, 
But that theme song is very powerful and emotional. And so I think it would probably lend, lend the best to romance. And the last question he asked is, what is the best Christmas movie of all time? Again, that's very hard because there's a few that I watch every year. But I'm going to go with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because I think that's probably the best Christmas movie of all time. All right. Questions now from Podcast Rob from the Something Something cast. He asks, if you had a TARDIS, what is the one thing you did this past year that you would go back and change? Um, hmm. Maybe one of my injuries. Um, I don't know. That's a really tough one. Because, I mean, if you go back and change one thing, how do you know that, you know, it's not going to affect other things behind it? Um, one thing this year I would go back and change in my own life would probably be not opening the door on my toe and ripping my toenail off because that was the most awful pain I felt this year. And I would go back and not do that. I'd be more careful where my feet are and where I'm walking. All right. Jim Jupiter from the Jupiter Boys podcast asks, how kinky does a person have to be for it to be a deal breaker? I think that to the point of certain bodily fluids, maybe. So if you're the type that likes getting shit on or shitting on someone would probably be a deal breaker, I think. I don't know if it means in general or for me personally, but that's kind of where I'd probably draw the line. Um, like that kind of fetish, maybe the fetish of having like a gimple and a solid latex suit would be a deal breaker. That's a very tough question. Uh, Pod Socks podcast asks, why are there exceptions to every rule? Because 42. I think because there has to be exceptions to every rule because nothing in life is black or white. There's many gray areas and that's where they come from. <laughs> uh, Unknown Whisper on Twitter asks, why did you start the podcast? Hmm, that is a tough question. Um, because I wanted to dump my brain onto the internet in an audio format. Uh, he also asked, if you could have anyone living or dead on your podcast, who would it be and why? And I would pick Seth Rogen because I'm going to use that for every question that is asked. <laughs> it's a very good go-to answer. No one can argue with Seth Rogen. And he also asks, what have been your favorite guests of your podcast so far? That is a very tough question because I kind of have a soft spot for every single person that's been on, on my podcast and I love them all. Um... Let's go with my favorite guest being my best friend, Kat, who's been on several times. We've had some cool drunken chats and played some games. And I think it's always fun when you can just sit down with your best friend and talk and record it. And it's just real and organic and just super fun from the heart. So let's go with her. <laughs> All right, moving on. And I promise there's not very many more. I hope this isn't dragging out too long and boring for people. But you know what? It's my year in podcast and I'm going to do what I want with it. <laughs> All right, so the next question is from Marlon Mueller, and he asks, what is the shittiest part of the year? Um, I think the shittiest part of the year for me, like I said, was all my horrible injuries. I don't know why I kept getting injured and why it kept happening to me. I was just super accident prone this year, but I think that that was probably the shittiest part of it for me. Uh, favorite movie of the year? I don't know. That's a, that's a hard one because I can't think of that many movies that I loved crazily this year um let's go with deadpool deadpool is my favorite movie of the year <laughs> and do you believe 2017 will be better i believe it has to because nothing can be as shitty as 2016 so 2017 has to be better 
Oh, and then he also asks, when will Half Pint make his triumphant return for your ra- your ratings need me? Um, I don't think my ratings need you, but there will be plans to have you on the podcast next year. <laughs> All right, moving on. BNQ, the Big Nerdy Questions podcast asks, in a year as bad as 2016, what stands out as the best moment for those of a nerdy persuasion? I think that the best moment probably is, hmm, maybe the developments to video games. I mean, we had the promise of the little mini NES system and several new video games that came out and sort of just a lot of geeky stuff. I mean, there kind of was a lot this year, maybe. No, that's a very tough question. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Jack from the Intercomics podcast asks, if you could create an ultimate band from your favorite musicians, who would it be? So favorite singer, favorite guitarist, etc. Um, I would have to pick, let's go with, oh, that's super tough. Okay, so I'm going to pick Kurt Cobain for singer and guitarist. And I'm going to pick Dave Grohl for drummer. So it's almost Nirvana, I guess. And I don't have like a favorite bassist. Jack's a bassist. Let's throw Jack into there. So that would be my pet. Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, and Jack. <laughs> All right. Brandon asks, what's your favorite Batman movie? My favorite Batman movie is probably Dark Knight with Christian Bale and Heath Ledger. What's the most Canadian thing about you? Probably my accent, how I pick up words like pop and bar and boat and pants and just have a really weird Canadian accent. And he also asks, what kind of bacon is your fave? Uh, All bacon? That's a trick question, isn't it? Because bacon is just my favorite in general. (laughs) All right. So, Sean from Team Fetch wants to know if I've ever been in a fist fight. I have not, but I have been pushed around and kind of roughed up a little bit. And he also wants to know, when did you plant the seed in your brain that you should give podcasting a shot? Um, probably 2014 when I was kind of listening to other ones and sort of thinking about it. <laughs> and the last set of questions come from another fellow team fetch, my fellow Canadian fear. So he asks, who is the sexiest podcast host? So again, that's hard because Seth Rogen doesn't host a podcast and he really should because he'd make my life a lot easier on these questions. So who's the sexiest podcast host? Ooh, that's a super tough question since most of the people that I'm friends with and probably listen to my podcast are people that I'm friends with and the majority of podcasts I listen to are actually dudes. So I don't know sexiest sexiest could be physically or it could be their voice especially with podcasts because a lot of it's based on voice and who has a really good voice and i'm gonna say that baldy from the unusual suspects was probably the sexiest podcast host and they don't even have a podcast anymore but he had an amazing sexy scottish accent so there we go (laughs) i get to be all sneaky with my answers and he also asks, what podcast host would you love to have a celebrity death match made of against you? Um, so I guess who I would fight in a celebrity death match and another podcast host. I would say that if I have to fight someone to the death, 
it would be hmm who could I take in a fight I don't know that's a super tough one because I don't want to like pick someone that I know and like and want to destroy but then I also don't want to like call people out and put them on blast because there is people that I would fight I think it would be someone that I probably used to be friends with and aren't really that friendly with them anymore from another podcast and I'll leave it at that <laughs> oh so sneaky yeah, I'm a girl about it okay and his next question is where do you stand on the Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays debate I don't really have a problem with people saying you know Merry Christmas Happy Holidays Happy Hanukkah whatever it is I mean I think it's kind of ridiculous that we have to say Happy Holidays so we don't offend people when our society in North America celebrates Christmas mostly um, but I think saying Happy Holidays really isn't that bad because some people they may not necessarily like not be Christian or religious but maybe they just don't celebrate the holidays or they don't have family and you know, oof, and, you know stuff like that so I really don't have a problem with people saying Happy Holidays and, but I don't think people should be punished for saying Merry Christmas either and his last question is, if you could recreate a holiday based on you, what would it be called? How would it be celebrated? I would make it super awesome Mandy Day. And it would be in May when my birthday is because it's nice weather and it's spring out. And I think it would be a day where everyone just did something awesome for someone else and gave each other little gifts of awesomeness. Sort of like a little mini Christmas but something to me where it's just little stuff that's appreciated. Maybe it's like buy someone else a coffee day and just sort of appreciated other people for their friendliness. <laughs> I'm a giver. <laughs> All right. So from there, we are going to move into some podcast reviews. All righty. So I'm going to read some iTunes reviews. I know there's a bunch to go through, but I've never really read them on my podcast. And I kind of just wanted to give these people the appreciation of me saying I like that you took the time to leave me a rating and review. All right. We watch bad movies. John says, love this show. Cyanide is the best. <laughs> uh, Arcano says, wow, I'm literally blown away by how well put together the show is. I love the chemistry. I love the production quality. Great, great show. Looking, for looking forward to more. Effable by GB says, you're my new hometown hero and a new favorite podcast. Keep being awesome. Love the show. Basement Condition Brandon says, Little Geek Lost is one of my favorite podcasts. I love the fact that there are lots of guests. It's funny, entertaining, and I always find myself guessing what the next episode will be about. This is definitely a podcast for most, if not all, geeks. So listen and stay mint. Mwah. The First Mike says, A great podcast from the mind of a Canadian geek. It's refreshing to hear a female talk about geek topics and run the table on all subjects along the way. Lead Flashing says, You're underrepresented. Keep it up. Dolls Beep says, <laughs> Dolls Beep <laughs> says, Don't let the show stay lost. You need to subscribe and listen right now. Very interesting and fun every time out. The Green Korean there's something cool and fun and interesting about listening to women talk about video games and comics. But there's also something special when you come across an authentic geek girl. This show covers a lot of different nerdy topics from comics to TV shows to movies. It's a fun listen. Give it a try. Chris from Aces, Faces and Aces. DC for Life says, Cyanide is awesome and the guests are hilarious. I know that everyone else mentions a geeky gal thing, 
But that sells the podcast short. It's just plain fun. If you love nerdy talk, you'll love this podcast. Aww. Z Levi639 <laughs> says, found the pod with the powder and family hashtag and been listening to a bunch now. Funny, intelligent, and really helps me enjoy my work day a lot more. Keep it up and thanks. James Isle says, the title says it all. I've binged on a quarter for episodes and they're great to geek out with. Subscribe and listen for yourself. I guarantee you'll fall in love with her too. Aww. Archer's Knock says, there are many geek-based podcasts out there, mostly run by men. It's nice to hear what the female geeks have to say on the same subjects. And that's Knock from the Geek Yogurt Podcast. This is Josh O says, I love the production, audio quality, and presentation is well put together. Does he listen to the podcast? <laughs> um, really entertaining too. Great podcast, and I love where you're headed. Keep it up from Josh O. The Retail Rent says, Mandy is the best. The show is great. That is all. <laughs> The Roel says, Mandy brings forth an amazing show with her geek talk and quirky personality always puts together an amazing show. Sam Show 11 says, I like how Mandy speaks passionately about geek culture and puts up a great show consistently. Psycho P Show says, us geeks need to stay together and the show needs to be noticed. And Mink, Mixtape Minx says, Mandy is just an all-around podcast wizard. She always has interesting topics to discuss, great guests, and has a new female podcaster myself. I'm inspired by her perseverance and refusal to compromise her individuality. Keep it up, Mandy. You're awesome. You guys are awesome for all your wonderful, lovely reviews. So if you listen to the podcast, I would suggest you go to iTunes, give me a rating, search Little Geek Lost, five-star rating and review, even a one-star rating and review, and I will read it on a future podcast. So that's sort of been my year-end podcast. Um, just want to give another shout out to my wonderful team, Fetch Bros. Love you guys. Wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without you or wouldn't still be doing it because you've talked me off the ledge a few times. <laughs> and shout out to who else? Let's give some more fun shout outs. Shout out to, let's just name people off. Um, shout out to Zach. Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to my BFF for life, Kat. Um, Shout out to Jack and Matt, my two British boys, who I love to death. Shout out to Susie, my British friend, <laughs> who I don't get to talk to as much. Um, shout out to my special Viking, even though he doesn't listen. And shout out to all my wonderful listeners and followers on Twitter. I love you all to death. Thanks for all the love that you give me. I really appreciate it. Having even just one person listen to my podcast is amazing and... It's just great to see how far it's come. And I hope that next year you stick around and listen and get into more geeky stuff. Um, and I'm going to close out this episode with a song from a local band, <laughs> Cage Band, who are some local amazing guys that I know. And the song is going to be Cosmic Seam. So that will be coming up at the end of this episode. But I want to say, you know, follow me on Twitter, Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. Follow the show's Twitter feed, Little Geek Lost, all one word. Um, I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, Little Geek Lost, all one word. LittleGeekLost.com is my website, so the podcasts are up there every week, as well as blog posts and costumes, crafty things that I make, just sort of what's going on with my life. <laughs> and, you know, follow me wherever you can on social media, check me out, interact with me. I love getting DMs, so <laughs> there's that. And again, thank you so much for all the support in 2016. I couldn't have done it without all of you wonderful, amazing listeners and followers. 
and everyone that appreciates me know that I appreciate you in return. And so here is Cosmic Seemed by Cage. Mirage of light and dream. 